2: Dear Diary, this is how Shamanda felt. Last week, like always, we had a lot going on. We exorcised a Christmas demon. Sure, that's wonderful. We had to rush off to a power plant, and everyone just kind of ignored the fact that I revealed that I have two souls inside of me. What am I supposed to do with this? Every single time I feel like something big happens for me, it's overshadowed. CEJ's dead. I get it. That's a really big deal. But also, I'm a young girl with more than enough souls inside of me. What happens if I die? Maybe I wanted to be a demon. Who knows? Maybe Adam and I were moving too fast. We're in high school. Who knows if we're supposed to end up together? And he seems to be fine just becoming a Mothman, whoever he is. But who is Shamanda? <sighs> I guess I'll find out later.
3: Welcome to Mystery County Monster Hunters Club, where we use dice to tell a story of missing mundanes and amphibious antagonists. I'm Tyler Samples, your Keeper of Monsters and Mysteries. Let's meet our players.
2: Hi, everybody. I'm Rashawn Nadine Scott, and my character is Shemanda Felt, the Crooked. And, you know, they say one is the loneliest number, but I think two. Two is excessive.
4: Hi, I'm Jeff Murdoch, and I play the character Adam Miller, the monstrous. And let's just say I love Sin, my cousin.
1: Hi, this is Aaron Rain. I play Crashly Grenadine, the Flake. And I mean, I don't need a lust demon to tell me I'm about to kill a lizard.
0: Hi, everybody. I'm Claire Linnick. I play Susan Wexler, the expert. And everybody always asks me, yes, I've met Bigfoot. He's a little hoity-toity.
5: Hey, everyone. I'm Alan Linick, and I play Derek Fleifer, who is a new character that I created. And he's fine, and he's mine, and his playbook's divine, and come and get Derek Fleifer. (laughs)
3: All right, so where we left off, CEJ had revealed his true self, namely that he is a salamander wearing the skin of CEJ, the boy that you all knew and love, in the loading area of the Haverford Generating Station. Adam Miller is still outside wrapped up in his cocoon. Before we go on any further, there's one very important thing that I want to establish, which is this lizards are not salamanders, and salamanders are not lizards. Salamanders are amphibians. And lizards are reptiles. They're different classes of animal. So just so that everybody knows, I understand the characters might not understand that difference, but I just want to make sure that the distinction is clear. My fourth grade animal boy brain has been going nuts over this. So I just need to say for the record.
1: In his household where someone has been and, calling them lizards.
3: Salamanders and lizards are different.
1: With oh, that
3: me. being said. No, let's unpack
5: that. Yeah, wait a second. Did we now... <laughs>
4: Why am I why was I offended by that? <laughs> you know, I think I think he's calling us stupid. I I think.
3: You, you know, check your own privilege, dude. Just <laughs> check your privilege at the door.
4: Wow. All right.
3: So, All right. where we left off though again is with CEJ has just revealed that specifically and uh, CEJ heavily in quotes has been has revealed that they and their Other salamander friends have purposely led you to the power plant loading area in order to get you. I think I want to just, I think I want to just start with like that moment and we'll just pick it up in real time. So, C.E.J., I think your line that you left off with was, We've been waiting for you. Is that right? Yes. So, will you just take us back into the moment?
5: Yep, so I have just pulled my mouth over the top of my head like I'm Alec Baldwin in Beetlejuice and um, announced that we've been waiting for everybody. And I think um, coming out from the shadows are Jeremy, Cynthia, and Joel, who are also—excuse Liz- me, I'm so sorry, I wouldn't want to—Tyler, uh, I'm so sorry. snakes. Be careful. Salamanders. <laughs> They're salamanders, um, which are distinctly non-lizard, and we, we stare down the group, and I, I point at Susan Wexler, and I'm like, the time is wrong, Susan Wexler. She must be served.
0: Um, I'm going to let out a scream <laughs> that is just like pure anger and grief, and in it, I will be summoning a grief demon.
3: <laughs> so oh that is uh, yeah that is what susan is doing and i want to take a moment to see what janice <laughs> sorry. and oh that's right i'm Shamanda are doing so first oh, let's janice. see Shamanda, how are you how is this, this moment is here. yeah shamanda
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> shamanda what is this moment like
2: for you in this moment i'm reeling thinking back like fuck, I should have followed him after that cold stone. This never would have happened if I hadn't left him alone. I was being so selfish.
3: Great. Shemanda, you are going to have the condition guilty.
2: Ugh, damn it.
3: And Susan, you are going to take an emotional condition from this as well. Which one? It sounds like it might be anger. that you oh, are angry. Yeah,
1: it's anger for sure.
0: Yeah.
3: So you are going to take that condition. Janice, what is Janice's experience of this moment?
1: This reminds me of the one time someone allowed me to take a hit of their LSD. And let me tell you what, usually they didn't want to share. And this one time they they did, I think they left it on the table by mistake, and I just dropped it on my tongue. And listen, (laughs) I was seeing all kinds of crazy stuff, and I really think that this guy was there. I think this fellow was there, and and I'm going to walk up to him, and I'm going to say... Is your name Charlie? Because I think I remember you from you know that place with the rocks. I followed y'all and your friends, but then we had a nice uh, talk. Are you? How are you doing? It's been a while.
3: C- Good e- to our, see our uh, salamander. I'm just going to say, what is your response to that? Salamijay? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> uh-
6: mm-hmm. I that couldn't be
3: any mm-hmm. matter at you. What is Salamijay's <laughs> response to Janice's?
5: question i i lick my eyeballs (laughs) um and i kind of look at her confused and then i i'm like yeah
3: you're 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 too weird (laughs) but you susan stop screaming susan go ahead and roll use magic Uh uh-oh as you tried to summon a grief demon is that what you said yes sir Mm -hmm. so roll plus weird
0: I got an eight.
3: An eight. Great. So you it will work imperfectly. So it looks like you are summoning a monster into the world is the effect. What's the glitch? Either the effect is weakened, the effect is of short duration. You take one harm. Magic draws immediate unwelcome attention, or there is a problematic side effect.
0: I think it's just gonna be short duration.
3: Okay, great. Yeah. So as you Salamijay point your finger at Susan off to your right near where the other three salamanders are kind of emerging from the shadows. There is a schism in the dividing lines between dimensions and a grief demon is pulled into this reality. Susan, what does the grief demon look like and what is it capable of doing?
0: Yeah, the grief demon is like two feet tall and almost all legs. And it almost to, like, a laughable effect, but I think people feel very uneasy, mm-hmm. just even with its presence.
3: What kind of unease?
0: Um, I think it definitely has the capabilities of being inside people's minds, and it just uses that to, like, you know, dampen the vibe, honestly.
3: Okay, so I guess the question that I have, I love this, is does it feed on grief or does it promote grief? Like does it create grief or does it respond to grief?
0: It responds to grief.
3: Okay, cool. So like when grief is present, it's drawn to grief. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then does it multiply that grief, like create more of it or, or dampen all feeling? I want to
0: say that it dampens the feeling by maybe um no like lo- some sort of choice I, I love it yeah. i th-
3: I think I think what I'm gonna say because I think this is a, a wonderful storytelling moment and the fact that it's a predator means that presumably it wouldn't dampen all feeling because that would include grief but it might dampen all feelings except grief hmm so that that's the only thing that is present and to feed. Because grief is obviously debilitating. So it makes sense that it would highlight that. So Sal-a-man DJ, Salamandijay? Salamandijay. DJ is pointing at Susan and saying, stop screaming. This thing appears and you all are fucking floored as just grief rolls over you. And DJ, you experience it too. Oh, no. And DJ, wow. I want you to tell me the memory that you have because what we have discovered is that these salamanders are imbued either through ritual or innate creation with the ability to carry memories from the the people they're impersonating so you have all or most of CEJ's memories the boy that you killed and in this moment this grief demon and i imagine that salamanders generally don't have like a huge emotional catalog of, of wow. experience.
4: You'd be surprised.
3: <laughs> since they are created <laughs> servants for Layla. But in this moment, because of the memories that you have in this thing, you do. You are experiencing grief for the first time. But since you have no real memories of that of your own, you only have CEJs. So I want you to tell us CEJs greatest memory of grief.
5: Um, it was the day that the he got pulled out of school when his parents disappeared um and it, so it was a year and a half ago and he, he's we we kind of we see this classroom um where CJ's doodling on a pad and not really paying attention and the teacher's talking about like you know sense and sensibility i think is for sure <laughs> mm-hmm. the the book of the day um and CJ e. he's doodling and then all of a sudden, the door to the classroom opens, and a police officer, or not police officer, because we don't have those,
3: but like a... The Cramo?
5: Yeah. The comes in.
3: crisis response and mediation officer?
5: Yeah, and their uniform is kind of Ghostbustersy. <laughs> um, and they come in, and they kind and of lean purposeful. over... And that's
3: I do just want to say, that is a, that is an intentional thing that everybody kind of... Because I think there was a public contest to design the uniforms when they abolished the police, and that's that just is what won in a landslide. Yes, it was the it was the obviously dominant choice.
5: <laughs> um, and just this moment, and CEJ's like heart sinking as the this cramo person like leans into the teacher and asks something quietly, and the teacher like looks over and points at CEJ, and then they both kind of like look at him. And just knowing in his gut, like, oh, no, something terrible has happened.
3: Um, that's the moment. That is the moment. Yeah. And kind of devastating postscript. See, EJ's dad was the one that designed the uniforms. Damn. Yeah. Jesus, Tyler. Tyler. Hey, man, I the wasn't Tyler. the one that killed him. No,
2: no, no, yeah.
5: no.
3: Well, you're, 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 we don't know Well, your mom killed him. Depressing. So, Salah EJ... Um. Salami J, it's you know what, it's my fault every time. I understand that. Salami salami
5: and then J. <laughs> oh.
3: Salami um, oh, go ahead.
4: Uh, so well, I hate to be this guy, but C E J or Salami licked his eyelids, uh, yeah. or his eyeballs, and I looked it up, and uh, salamanders can't lick their eyeballs. Uh, geckos do, so maybe he lizard. is a lizard. Oh
3: no. Oh, wow. Oh, I have been corrected. Wow. (laughs) You you know what? This also makes sense for something else, then, actually. You guys are horrified. Those of you present are horrified to realize that it seems like Layla has branched out and actually been able to create a second tier of servant class, which is a lizard class of servants, which Mm -hmm. makes sense because the kids are. Regular height, but the salamanders are all like shorter than Crashly. So it turns out these kids aren't salamanders. They are lizards. They are gecko type lizards. So pff, egg on my face, gang. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I got that. <laughs> yeah, I've been Lizzie? trying to describe what we're all seeing here and I I missed that important detail.
0: <laughs> the grief demon got to Tyler too. <laughs> yeah.
3: So this grief demon, though, in this moment, the Salamijay. You are completely frozen. What is, or really, I you tell me what is the salamijay's response to this grief pouring over it?
5: Uh, I I, I run away.
3: Okay, and
0: I'm gonna say to the grief demon, and it's up to you if it has time or not to do this. I'm gonna point to all of the lizard salamander people and just in a voice like unlike my own, just say, "Take them."
3: Yeah, that that totally works for me. It gleefully. Leaps onto the backs and you see the other lizards in these kids screaming in pain and but the pain is not a physical pain. They are screaming the raw, horrible sound of someone who has lost something dear to them as they are experiencing these moments of grief that from the from the children whose memories they have. Mm. And they are completely immobilized as the grief demon lands in the center of them. And you see them all just bow under this grief and just and they're just like not moving. They're just like in the deepest depths of a depressive episode where it's just like you can't do anything except for be there. And actually, the grief demon starts also licking their eyeballs and is just like (gasps) keeping them like their basic body functions and just sort of gleefully feeding on all of that grief. Mm. The rest of you are dealing with it. Janice, though, has a weird experience in this moment. Janice, (laughs) this grief hits you. And this is maybe the first time this has ever happened. Normally, what happens, these past lives take over. They're so powerful. And it's when they decide to leave or, or get bored or anything, or it's just the moment no longer is resonant, they disappear. This is a moment in which Crashly takes control back.
1: Yeah, agreed.
3: Will you tell us how that moment happens?
1: Uh, I think that, that when the, the grief is just so intense that Crashly can feel it and is knocked back into, like, uh, realizes that it's because CEJ's dead. Cause like she didn't really experience that, that, uh, reveal. Right. Janice did. So I think it's when, she, like, when, when my, when Crashly's consciousness, like, understands that reality she just comes back she like charges forward um and janice goes bye bye again and um
3: and what i want to understand with this is yeah was it is it a thing that crashly always let past lives kind of take over and run their course and now for the first time is not or is crashly discovering a new ability to control her relationship to her past lives that she didn't have previously
1: something in between so like I think that in the past I, I think it's like a seizure kind of situation where like they, they would it would happen to her and she didn't have control over that Um and in this case and, and like often it would happen with intense emotions and that would like knock her kind of like out of herself and I think this is the inverse happening so um I think that like experiencing this intense emotion just like probably allows whatever the connection is to the past lives to open up again and her to have the wherewithal in that moment to like come through. Does that make sense?
3: It does. So crashly, you are going to remove the insecure condition. Okay. As you really embrace like this moment and this self, like you are still horribly devastated by this news and everything, but like you come into yourself a little bit more fully. So there is no world in which you would be feeling insecure in this moment because you know who you are, what you're capable of and what you can do. The floor is yours, Crashly. Salamijay is sprinting away from the grief demons, from this party, sprinting towards the bowels of the power plant. And Crashly Grenadine, who was just touching him on the shoulder, Mm -hmm. is maybe within 30 feet of him as he's sprinting away. What do you do?
1: Well, here's the deal with Crashly. She leveled up. In between these last two games, and gained right. something, which is a haven, and oh. what Crashly really gained is a an armory mm-hmm. full of weird, um, like monster-specific weapons or tools. So I can I decide to grab my. So you know, Crashly loves her garrot, mm-hmm. um, but he's too far away for that, and also Crashly's not sure if killing is what she wants to do in this moment. But she does have like a Wonder Woman lasso type of situation. So like a lasso of truth kind of thing uh, in the armory, which is her fanny pack. So she's going to reach into her fanny pack <laughs> and grab that out. So, so, I have to
6: roll. so
3: your haven is your fanny pack. Is that correct? <laughs> yes. I love it. That's, that's great. Yes, of Thank course.
2: Well,
4: okay. We got to make those. <laughs> oh, yeah. M-
2: new merch coming. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
1: So I have to roll to see if I can pull out the That's right. Lasso. And
3: you need to roll plus weird, but luckily yeah. you don't have insecurity anymore. So and Correct. also the other thing that I will say in this is because this is this is a bit of an oversight from before. And I wanna clarify this because a good keeper, a good DM is willing to acknowledge when they were not fully as up to speed as they thought they were. I told you that I would tell you anytime CEJ lied. There is one moment where CEJ described what was going to happen at the power plant, and that was a lie because there is no way what he was describing is what he thought was going to happen. It was a lie, and I didn't tell you that. So okay. to amend it, I will say this. You did suss out. There was something very sus about CEJ. You have been sort of on a subconscious level expecting something to go wrong. So you do have a plus one to any rolls related to Salamijay.
1: Okay. Well, in that case, I got an 11.
3: <laughs> oh, shit. <So laughs> okay, great. I pull so. out
1: my rope and it works. I think that's how it works. I'm not sure.
3: Or yeah, if I you, need to roll again. No, you have it. You have the you yeah. have the item in hand.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to lasso him around his little lizard waist around his arms. You know, like lasso him like a cowboy.
3: Great. Salamijay, you get lassoed. What do you do?
5: Now, Tyler, can I try to angle my running away to discreetly lead everyone, especially Crashly Janice, towards Layla's prison?
3: you can now i'll remind you that i don't think what your goal is that's not what the salamander or i guess with what goal in mind what what is your intention with that
5: i need well i i need to get them to it so that i can
3: get susan to undo it right but and you need something specifically from susan bef- before that which you know she would not have on her person oh
5: i that's true but i have a copy You know what? I'm just going to... I'm going to turn around and I'm going to face... I'm going to face down Janice.
3: Okay. And you turn around and it's not Janice anymore. It's Crashly. I mean, you have the memories of CEJ. So you remember one... So you have CEJ's memories of Crashly's experience with her past lives. She's weird. Sometimes her weirdness is so weird that other weird people that she used to be have come back and taken over. So you know that and you know when it's not there. So you... In a moment you're like, this is Crashly. Also, I need you to tell us directly, did CEJ have a crush on Crashly? No. Okay. So you it was look very
2: quick. You wow. You look and yeah. you are
3: seeing the boy who you used to be's dear friend, livid, uh, has lasso'ed you in place. You turn around and, and look at her. And what do you do?
5: Um, I'm gonna charge at her, and I'm gonna try to put my poison skin in her mouth.
6: <gasps> no, Jesus Christ!
5: Okay, I secrete. I start <laughs> secreting, and into into the mouth I go. Yep. So go ahead and Sell roll to Mick, kick some ass. Jay. And am C-E-J. I still using
3: C E J things? You can, yeah. For for the most part, I'm gonna take away stuff if it seems out of keeping with it, but. Until okay, then, I rolled. I rolled a five. Okay, but I burn a luck.
0: <laughs> no, I don't know. that I'm you going get to take luck, luck away from
3: you at this point. <laughs> what? This
0: is... you can't have it.
3: Yeah, because you're you're Seems not a little. That was C. E. J.'s luck. Seems stacked against the monsters. It does, doesn't it? So on a kick some ass, you fail the roll, and so let's see here. You are going to get your ass kicked instead. So and I think the way that this works is crashly you have this magical lasso what is the effect that it is able to do you reference the lasso of truth is it literally that like it causes truth telling or does it have some other ability inherent I mean, to it I mean
1: I would love I, I is it too overpowered if it causes truth telling cuz that's what I want it to be but
3: I do not think so no
1: Okay yeah it causes truth telling So yeah I think I mean my 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 image of it is that it it requires the person to answer questions while they're lassoed, answer them truthfully.
3: I love this. I also love the idea that Crashly designed it specifically to be the Wonder Woman lasso of truth.
1: Yes.
6: Like just
3: (laughs) was like, that's a great idea. I'm going to make my own. (laughs) Okay. So as the Salamijay turns and charges at you, secreting this oily, viscous goo on its skin, you put the effect of the lasso into effect. So, what I'm going to say then is the lasso automatically succeeds at what is up with you. So, what question are you asking from Salamijay?
1: Why did you bring us here?
3: And Salamijay, you pull up short and you have a, a compelling force push through you, and you answer honestly.
5: Layla must be freed. And only one person has the ritual needed to release her from her prison. Susan Wexler, Bane of Monsters, and also Lover of Monsters. <laughs> second... DJ...
1: No, continue your little speech,
5: lizard. Oh. Yeah. Um, also, you know, second best Wexler. Wow. <laughs> <Out>. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Yikes. Is CEJ dead? And it's not close. There's like a wide gap. <laughs> I would say most of the monsters agree.
1: I pull out my flamethrower.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, you do. You have your flamethrower pulled.
1: I mean, I also asked, is CEJ really
2: dead? Y-
3: you did. You're right. Yeah. So yeah, you get asked that question. Sal and Hella e. dead. So dead. <laughs> we poked him until he died.
2: Oh, oh God. He, he must have hated that. Oh, God. He hates being poked. He, he complained
3: the whole time. From the shadows walking forward is Adam Miller. Adam, as you are walking in, you felt the ping of danger. I think when the grief demon appeared, even though it wasn't specifically targeting Shamanda, like that is still an imminent threat so far as the bond is concerned. So you experienced that. The 10 minutes had passed and you rushed into the power plant. As you're running in, you hear the voice of this... Lizard, I think maybe Liz EJ, whatever. <laughs> I'll leave Alan to the Liz to the, EJ.
6: <laughs>
3: the new words. What? As you run I... in, you hear the salamander lizard person say that about CEJ. Hella dead. We poked what? him.
5: He what? complained the whole
3: time. He was a real uh, baby
5: about it. All he did was say that he shouldn't be in this kind of situation because he's just a kid.
4: I looked, uh, Susan, Susan is what this, the snake person with legs and arms says true? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. C.E.J. is gone, but, um, if we survive, I think I can fix this. We just have to stay alive.
4: And I, I turned into, a a, a caterpillar.
3: Okay you do yeah you turn into a caterpillar
4: and i charge at this guy and i go for blood
3: okay yeah unless one of your friends is stopping you that's gonna happen i'll give a moment I mean, to like, see like
2: hey i know we got soul bonded not too long ago but you could at least acknowledge me when you walk in the room <laughs> <laughs> i know your yeah. boyfriend's dead or whatever but i'm like still here <laughs> <laughs> Shamanda.
3: <laughs> yeah, do you respond to uh, I imagine Adam Miller does not respond to that and continues forward with the charge. Why don't but-
2: you meander your ass over here? <laughs> <laughs>
4: Salamander.
3: There we go. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's so Shamanda calls that out and just gets kind of brushed aside in this moment by well, Adam Miller. What? Go ahead.
1: I am just going to say, wait, it sounds like we should get Susan out of here. They want her
3: here no i know that you i understand the, the impulse to talk and stuff yeah. a caterpillar is charging at uh, so okay. this is not a moment in which you can there is not really time to discuss this okay. adam miller has become a monster and is charging to attack another oh, monster yeah. what I'm just are gonna you help him. doing
1: I'll, I'll give him help i'll like uh i'll help
3: so you're just like pulling I'm the lasso tight. The
1: lasso tighter, yeah.
3: Got it. And Shamanda, in this moment, are you just calling out these kind of negs from the side? <laughs> yeah, I'm just <laughs>
1: negging.
6: Fuck yeah.
3: I, fuck, I, I love it. It makes so much sense to me. <laughs> and Susan, are you doing anything?
0: I'm charging right behind him, baby.
3: Because, yeah, I will say this is not going to be a role situation. If nobody is stopping him, Adam Miller is going to get to do whatever Adam Miller is mm-hmm. trying yeah. to so do. I'm He's been doing that this whole time. <laughs> <him No>. <laughs> he
2: just turned himself into a caterpillar all willy-nilly. He didn't even acknowledge any of us. We're the them, wolf? Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I have your soul. That's true.
4: I would never. I no. would never. We couldn't. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, and sensing that shamanda thinks that some stuff has been glossed over as I run, I'm going to yell. My hair has changed.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Adam Miller, you're running forward. This salam yeah. this lizard salamander snake with legs is there and bound up tight. What are you doing?
4: I'm biting him.
3: Okay. Yeah, you're going to bite so that Just as a soft reminder, I'm still covered in poison. I know. Yeah. So Oh, you are going to bite. I think this is going to be your full Ay, thing. Yikes. So this is going to be you're using your teeth. This is a three harm ignore armor. Mm -hmm. No, I don't do
1: that. I do have a way to help. I do have a real way to help. Oh, go ahead. In my bag, I do have dental dams. Thank you, safe sex education in (laughs) school. So I'm going to throw it. I don't know if it will work, but I'm going to throw it at um, Adam Miller and say, "Use this before you bite."
3: Crashly, you go ahead and roll protect someone. So roll plus tough.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. and you get
3: a plus one on this because this is against the okay. CEJ creature.
1: So I got a seven.
3: Okay, so yeah. <laughs> so what is going to happen then is you will suffer suffer some or all of the harm that they were going to get. So as we walk through this, Adam Miller bites hard down on the salamander. It is over for the salamander. The salamander yes. is not going to survive this encounter. As it bites, there is a spurt and some of its neurotoxin sprays out and sprays crashly fall on the face.
1: Ouch. Oh, damn. So, God damn it.
3: Actually, you're going to need to act under pressure, crashly. Really. Okay. I'm sorry.
4: I'm
6: sorry. I'm
1: going to a dental damn at you. Um, I got a 13, 14, I guess
3: you're unaffected on. yeah you you <laughs> Ooh,
1: I've never taken damage <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's insane it really this whole is time? yeah ever i'm wow. gonna this entire time <laughs> that's
2: so good for you
3: yeah you just watch as adam miller goes in and i'm gonna pull the camera back a little bit so we're not gonna see all of the details of this but adam miller are you holding back at all on any no. level
4: I don't think I am. I think here. I think the 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 day that Adam Miller has had, being told by his aunt that his whole goal was to keep CEJ safe, saving who he thought was CEJ, and finding out it's this salamander who killed CEJ. I, I don't think Adam Miller is. I think he's all caterpillar. I don't think he even knows he's human anymore.
3: Yeah. So you are going to heal because you are just going to continually life drain. Nice. This salamander. So you are actually I'm just gonna say you go back to full health. Oh with healthy. this.
4: I've been that since like episode one. I know. <laughs> Alan,
3: what are his last words?
4: The salamanders?
3: Uh-huh.
5: She must be
6: served.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Yeah, that's he just all it shouts.
0: Something. Uh, what was that at the end?
3: What it's was on it? Throat. It was it's a death rattle. It's oh, a, yeah, it's a oh yeah, magic. very good. So, you guys are there for the moment. So, I'm going to pull us back out of this. I want to cut over to Dirk Fleifer. You have left the Quivic house, and you saw that you saw these high school kids that you vaguely kind of know do magic, fight a ghost and then be like hey look at this trick we did do you believe it and you were like no I don't I obviously can tell that this is real magic (laughs) where do you go next like where you go back to to where you live where is that what are the circumstances around that
5: Um, there is a old junkyard on the outside of town where they there's like a bunch of discontinued school buses kind of in a circle Um, and I sleep on
3: top of one of the school buses (laughs) Like a cat? <laughs> yeah. D- yeah. Do you have like a mattress or anything or you just sleep on the metal roof? No, I just roof? climb up there and I sleep so I can look at the stars. Yeah. So you go back there. I mean, it's morning at this point, sort of late morning. So presumably you're not going back to sleep. So what are you doing once you get there?
5: Um. Well, okay. So it's morning when I get there. So I sit around for a minute. And I'm just kind of thinking to myself, like, "Wow, that was interesting and new." Um, I wonder where they are now. And uh, I go wandering about town to look for
3: everybody.
2: Great. We should call them slizards. Sorry, I was just slizards. Ooh,
6: that's That's slizards. good. That's good. That.
3: So, Derek, you decided to walk around the city.
5: I'm wa- I'm wandering. I'm wandering. I'm having a wander about town.
3: And yeah. I'm, I'm,
5: I'm going to look for the gang, sort of, but also it's been the first time in a long time that i've been shaken out of my routine yeah so i'm now also kind of taking into noticing some of the changes around town that have happened and you know there's like we have like we got a target now Hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah You. there's a dairy queen there's a what? lot of
3: chain stores i'm ooh, i go into the dairy queen also, Ooh. can you just tell us when is the last time you noticed change like how many years ago did you last notice change in Ooh. Haverford?
5: It's I kind of um I kind of stopped really paying close attention and just settled into my day-to-day uh like
3: 35 years ago. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> so you kind of come out of it and notice. So yeah, in this time and actually what am I saying? It's not a Dairy Queen. You notice there's a Cold Stone Creamery. And you, you walk in, they look a little harried because the shift manager hasn't shown up in a couple of weeks <laughs> 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 and it's clear they're struggling to replace her. So there's, it's trouble there. And you see, um, somebody that you don't really know. You've interacted maybe once or twice when you were in class and he came to do presentations, but uh Ranger along is there and he is ordering, and, you know, Ranger Along remembers kids from the school, so he's just like, oh, hey, uh, Derek, Derek, good to see you. Good. Uh, hi. Hello. Good to see you, Byron. <laughs> oh, wow. You remembered my name. <laughs> of course I do.
5: We know each other. And I kind of giggle to myself because I'm repressing that we also went to high school together. <laughs> yeah is this I mean, a
1: vampire
2: wait what <laughs> this guy's too happy yeah but also he's like old
3: yeah and yeah. and byron's looking at you a, a little he's like i swear though i recognize you from somewhere though did was, is you it do. just oh where we went to school together okay kid uh look i've had a long day please <laughs> don't pull my chain
5: dude ranger <laughs> i get it a long
3: day it. Oh, uh, oh, that! wow, you know my last name. Uh, uh, weird, Lick. I'm just trying to buy some ice cream for, for my girlfriend before I go over to her place. Oh, cool. Who's your girlfriend? Uh, wow, uh, her name's <laughs> Diane. Uh.
5: Oh, that's great. Hey, best
3: of luck to you. You know Thank what? Thank you.
5: Just as long as you keep it cool and keep it cash, you should be fine. Sweet and
3: easy, as I always say. <laughs> I, I uh, you and me both. I love saying that. Anyway, have a good time. And he says at the <laughs> door, he picks up. He hears his order called, and he goes and he picks up his Blizzard, and he walks out of the Dairy Queen. <laughs>
0: no. Wait, a no, is it Dairy Queen or, it or is Cold Stone. Stone? The world
4: is falling apart. Oh my gosh, that's what's going oh.
3: on. The... Oh my god. Oh my what? god. Derek realizes. Wait, this was a. This was not this. Whoa. And Derek realizes it has started.
2: No. Whoa. Ah. I've got
3: to get to the power plant. Yeah, Derek, you know exactly where the things are going down. Yeah.
5: Yep, and I I I I know this. Um,
3: but real quick, I order some ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's pretty confusing because at one point you're ordering a blizzard. And at another point, it's some, you know, slab ice cream, cold stone. At one point, you're getting a milkshake from a McDonald's. It just keeps flowing back and forth. And at one point, you're just standing in dirt. Wow. Fascinating. And then it kind of locks back into a cold stone creamery as you are ding, ding, ding going out the door and you hear a song start as somebody rings the bell and tips. I guess it's probably you.
2: We're cheerful and we'll holler because we got a dollar. We're happy because we all are the Colston family. Thanks for the tip. Click,
5: click. Uh,
3: So (laughs) you make your way over to the power plant. And as you are, well, I assume you're walking. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to walk. You start to see this happening more and more. And it is getting worse the closer you get to the power plant, which again is right behind the old Navy houses are shifting and moving and there's a house and it's a a single story ranch. And then suddenly it's a double story kind of, um, mid modern style. The, the houses are shifting in their things. And sometimes you're just walking through a forest and sometimes there is a house there and like every once in a while, it's like a bustling metropolis. And sometimes it's just like a ghost town. It is just shifting through realities as something is unmoored and you can feel it especially you can feel it on a celestial level, the checks and balances that keep the universe running are no longer checked or balanced. Wow. And you <laughs> you know that what is beginning is the coherence. Oh, no.
5: That's not
3: good. It's not. Better find the
5: gang. Yeah, this guy is
3: weird. Yeah, so you sure. actually just sort of... Cheerfully walk in, you wave past the security guard at the entrance to the power plant. Hey, Maggie. And <laughs> Maggie <laughs> waves, and then you see like she's suddenly a different person, like an older man, and then he changes into a child that is just running down the street, and then the guard station is just changes into a VW bus that drives away, and then all of those are gone, and then Maggie is just standing there. And she's sort of in like an overshirt, like a sleeping shirt. And she's just looking confused. And she says like, um, hi, hi. And then she's gone and disappears. And (laughs) classic Maggie, you continue (laughs) to walk in to the power plant, which is it is not shifting. The power plant is like rigidly staying and holding its shape.
5: Um, you I pet the coyote on the head on my
3: way in, <laughs> and I walk inside. <laughs> Great. The rest of you, you are inside. You watch as Adam Miller finishes this grizzly attack on the slizzard that we're seeing here. That was C.E.J. What are you all doing?
1: I think we gotta get Susan out of here if she's like so important to whatever this evil lizard group wants to do. Right?
2: Yeah. What's, like, the most spiritual part of this uh, power plant that we could get to to, like, harness all of Wexler's spells and shit?
3: Now, also, I do want to say... So, Adam Miller, you know... You were told that, that CEJ was important. That hasn't been shared yet. I don't know mm-hmm. if it's something that you w- in this state would share or not. I just want to see. If the answer is no, that's fine.
4: Uh... One, yeah, so the salamander is clearly deceased.
3: You have eaten... This salamander. <laughs> All right.
4: Uh, yeah, I, I I transform back, and uh, I'm just like this Adam Miller covered in like salamander goo and stuff, mm-hmm. and just like it doesn't matter. It's too late. Everything's over. We needed C. E. J.
1: What do you mean? You he, mean was he was one of it?
4: the. He was one of the thirty-six that needed to be kept safe to keep the universe in balance. And I fucked up. And I think I just like continue. I I think I just walk away from them into the power plant looking for more chaos.
0: Um, Yeah, I'm probably going to stop him from that. How? Uh, Just I'm going to do like the mom arm (laughs) where you're trying to walk somewhere and just like try to just stop him with basically my arm and try to turn it into a hug
2: and okay. and while Wexler's doing this I pull out a conch shell out of my Jansport backpack <laughs> and I I blare it off and all of the softball team just appears
3: <gasps> yeah Astrid and Adriana step forward mm. with the rest of the team and they're Adriana's just like we thought you might need a little more backup than just the two of us what's up
2: it looks as like uh we got Adams Adams trying to flee we need him to stay here stay with us
3: they create a perimeter around <laughs> And they're doing that. Now, here's the thing that I, I want to, to understand in this moment. So Crashly has pulled herself back into this moment. Susan is kind of reeling from this. And obviously, Adam Miller is feeling completely hopeless. And I think, Adam Miller, that is a condition that you are taking in this moment as well is is hopeless.
4: Oh, I agree.
3: Shamanda Something has been kind of bubbling through, and I think this is the moment that it bubbles to the surface, which is you've realized over the last two hours that all of this stuff that has been going on, like your entire life, a friend of yours introduces you to a a mysterious person who looks like right or strong. You sell your soul. You start to work for the devil, and you're, you're good at it. You're good at convincing others to follow the same path. All of these things you have to run because of Marfa, the Farmer's Farmers Market Market Bandit. Bandit. (laughs) You come here, you meet Adam Miller, all of this stuff. You're starting to realize like, wait, was this all just so that I could hold on to his soul for him? Like, It's starting to seem like you're surrounded by these people who are important and seem to be affecting the world around them in big ways. Like Crashly, who is your sort of adoptive cousin. She looks strong and secure and b- believing who she is. And she is very good at stuff.
2: She's a teen detective now.
3: She, yeah. Susan is always seems to have an answer or a possible solution or something like that. You like have been running constantly and just trying to find a way to get yourself ahead. And it turns out every time that, that it seems like you have, that it's actually just somebody using you. And in this moment, Adam Miller is just sort of pitying himself and and walking away from everything. And I'm really curious how Shamanda is reacting to all of those feelings that are inside of her.
2: Uh, Shamanda is livid that she wasted all of this time. And yeah, she said wasted. All of this time having to be so concerned about Adam, about CEJ, all of this when it was pre-designed. And- She's, I want to sever this bond with him. I don't want to have anything to do with him whatsoever. Uh, I'm, I want to evolve into whoever Shemanda is supposed to be.
3: Okay. So how are you doing that?
2: Uh, I, I'm centering myself and using my charlatan to like, actually invoke power. No, no, no. Scratch that. I'm going to summon the devil.
3: (gasps) (gasps) Okay. Okay. Okay, interesting. All right, so here's what I want you to do, Shamanda. You are going to roll plus weird. Okay. Eight. Okay, great. So this is going to be essentially a used magic. So you are going to successfully summon Damon. And I need you to tell me which of these things is going to be that your summoning is weak, that it's of short duration, that you take some harm from it, that it draws unwelcome attention. Or that it has a problematic side effect?
2: A uh, problematic side effect.
3: Wonderful. I love it. You, while everybody else is walking away, dealing with this all of this stuff, and you're sitting there ignored, you're at the end of your rope, and you hold all of yourself together. And uh, just like you said, that charlatan is not a charlatan anymore. You have been around these magic people. And instead of a thing where somebody is giving you power, instead you are taking it. And you summon the devil to this place he did not agree to those terms and yet you do it anyway and damon appears before you right or strong nice and he has (laughs) some crafty like a sandwich in one hand and he's uh, saying like no ben it's not what the fuck what's going on i didn't call you shamanda
2: Yeah, but this is how Shamanda felt. Here's how it's going down. I'm taking the throne of hell. You're dethroned. I'm taking all your power right here, right now, because I'm tired of being bonded to this bozo. I'm taking back my power right now.
3: Shamanda, in the moment that you're doing this, he smirks a cruel, cold smile, and he's like... That's not the deal. I'm so sorry, but I understand your frustration. I take your concerns and I promise I will try to do better in the future. And he turns to leave and then he is unable to. And he is like, wait, wh- where where are we? Where?" And you see runes around the power plant walls light up. And he says, no, Shamanda, what did you do?
2: The only thing I had to do worry about Shamanda. <laughs>
3: Woo! Dang. And Shamanda, Oof. you feel a presence in your through your telepathy. You feel you feel so wronged and like hurt and you feel a sympathetic force from somewhere else deep in the power plant and a a woman's voice very weak in your head says You could be free of this. Layla? Help me and I'll help you.
2: How do I know this isn't just another bullshit deal?
3: It is, but aren't they all?
2: (laughs) You're damn right. (laughs) That was a really cool thing to say. (laughs) Uh, Well, if I'm going to blow up the game, we might as well blow up the whole universe. I'm in.
3: Great, and
1: is she saying that out loud, like in front of all of us?
3: Shamanda, you tell us.
2: Oh yeah, uh, <laughs> I love. I uh, am laser focused. I'm like clearly speaking to somebody else and having a full conversation, but it's out loud.
3: Crashly, how yeah. are you responding to this?
1: Um, I'm going to. I, I'm just going to say, Shamanda, no, don't let a don't let some stupid boy let it make you turn your energy in on yourself. This is—he's not worth like dying for or killing the universe. Let's just. Goody figure Stevens out how to fix wouldn't it.
2: allow that to happen. Goody Stevens would just go with it. Janice would just go with it.
1: Oh my god, they're like so embarrassing, though, Shamanda. And like Goody Stevens, they're both dead. And I don't want to die. I don't want you to kill me. Come on, it's just a Mothman. Like you could probably date like Joshua if you wanted.
2: After all this, I take off running into the power plant with all the softball team following me, my horde. Yeah. And Astrid! Yeah. Here's the
3: thing <laughs> they follow you lockstep because this is a moment in which your telepathy is giving them no option. You just have, they are unthinking in this moment. Just this horde of people follow you as you charge into the power plant towards Layla. She does say one thing to you. Uh, before you go and she's like you need Susan
0: yeah and I'm going to be whispering to to Adam to be like I know you're very upset right now but we're going to have to fix that
4: (laughs) 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 fine okay if if we can
0: stay alive I can fix this
4: you sure because I was told that we
3: can't
0: I look him dead in the eyes and I say I'm Susan Wexler, bitch.
3: (laughs) And then the softball kids grab you, Susan, Uh, and pull you with them (sighs) along and just hoard over you and pull you deeper into the power plant following. Okay, I'm
0: going to make myself very heavy. I am dead bones in these girls. (laughs) And I know that's not going to change it, but I want you to know that I'm doing that.
3: And as Susan gets pulled away, the other two of you, Crashly and, and Adam, You're not, as uh, Shamanda just runs. Shamanda, do you want to say anything before you disappear from view?
2: We should have called them slizzards from the beginning.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And at that moment, Adam and Crashly, as you stare at each other, kind of open mouth in shock, Derek walks in. And Derek, what do you say?
5: Hey, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so sorry. It's me, Derek Pfeiffer.
4: I don't. I don't know who you are, but this is. Oh, not I go a to school time. with
5: Crashly.
1: Hi, Derek. Hey, Crashly. Hi. What are you doing here?
5: <laughs> Fab question. Um, I am here to see what is going on. I think this whole town is kind of like in uh, a bit of a pickle. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Are you here to help? Do you know what's going on? What do you mean?
5: Well, if I'm not mistaken, I believe a square named Layla is trying to break out of her trap. A square.
1: A square. Do you know Janice?
3: And the answer is yes.
1: Oh, I know gosh. Janice. Okay, listen. Here's the deal, Adam. And
3: specifically, Derek knew <gasps> Janice. Yeah, right. I went to school with Janice.
2: <laughs> oh my <laughs> god. god! Janice what? went to school with Ranger along.
5: Nope. Apparently. Well, <laughs> they were several years apart.
4: I feel mm-hmm. like this guy is timeless. <laughs> Uh, I don't think we have time for this right now. Derek, are you in or you're out? And I think I just run after the team.
1: Yeah, same. We gotta get Susan. We couldn't save CEJ, but now Susan's the key.
5: Oh, I'm 100% in. I'm in like the sin that is Jin.
4: Mm. Oh gosh, she's from Prohibition too?
3: So Derek, Adam Miller, and Crashly run into the power plant to follow.
4: Are we fighting?
1: We might have to.
4: Yeah, I think we we're gonna have to.
5: Okay, um, and I reach, I reach out, and uh, <laughs> I'm gonna use one of my moves. Um, what? it's called "What I Need When I Need It." Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and I kind of reach out forward, almost just into space. But there's like this glowing sort of slit that appears in the air, just the space in front of me, uh, and I reach into it like I'm uh putting my hand in between the seams of a curtain. And when I pull it back out, I pull a fucking gigantic flaming sword out of it. (laughs) And I put it on my shoulder and I just start like walking after the other two. And
4: I think I turn to Crashly and I'm like, I'm glad he's on our side.
1: Yeah, I think I like this guy. If you know what I mean. (laughs) Okay,
4: let's go. Wait, do you have a crush on him? She called dibs like already. No. <laughs> At that moment,
3: where we're going to leave thing is,
4: uh,
3: Crashly and Adam share this sort of moment of familiarity, and you're running forward. You can see over your shoulders the open door of the loading dock of the power plant, the Haverford generating station. And as you look out, it's darkness. There is nothing there. But And when I say, like, darkness, I don't mean, like, It's dark out. I mean, like, it's black. Like, nothing exists. Just void space. Not Uh, even space. Nothing. There is just nothingness there. And you realize something is deeply wrong. And that's where we'll end our session for today. Oh, shit. Thanks so much for listening, Monster Hunters. If you enjoyed this, give us a rating on iTunes, tell your friends, or even better, join our Discord where you can talk to us directly about what you're interested in, what you've enjoyed, or what you want to see happen next, if there is a next. Until next time, watch out for the goonch.
2: Rollin', 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 keep those (laughs) dices rollin', rollin',
6: rollin', rollin', Wexler.